0: Have you been judging yourself for making the wrong decisions all the time? Well, we make mistakes, but if you want to learn how to make good decisions, then jump on to this episode. My First Step Ever podcast helps growth minded youth across the globe who are hungry to achieve their goals. This self help podcast uncovers the unique stories of people across the globe who are living a fulfilled life. With their wisdom, strategy and actionable steps, this podcast helps you take your first step ever. Hey everyone, I'm Ishani Nigam, the producer and host of this podcast. A creative and a curious soul, Based out of Melbourne, with a background in marketing, digital content, and design, I help create content that inspire and educate my audiences. I love to help entrepreneurs, coaches, brands that need to have a voice through podcasting. If you're looking to enhance your brand through podcasting, where you can share more information about you, your work. I'm up for a chat. Reach out to me at ever underscore my Instagram account. And for now, let's tune into this episode. Welcome on my first step ever, my ninjas, my friends. Please welcome and join me in giving a huge round of applause to our guest today, Eleanor Mosher. She is an ambitious and driven thought leader, best-selling author, a podcaster, businesswoman who is disrupting the construction industry, and she is the founder of The Construction Coach, I think Australia's first construction coach, so that is a huge, huge deal for us to have you on my podcast, My First step Ever. Welcome, Eleanor.
1: Thank you very much for the warm introduction and, of course, for having me on your podcast.
0: So let me go back, all the way back, uh, when you were in your teenage or you were in your university life, what has been the most challenging situation for you as a young adult and why?
1: That's a great question. And, you know, let's go back 10 years. People see the confident person that I am today. I wasn't even a fragment of this 10 years ago. I was the shyest, most meek, most, I guess, passive to some extent person that I knew. And what I was doing back then, now I know, is I was dulling myself down and I was listening way too much to everyone around me as to what they think I should be doing instead of what I think. And this is one of the first things that people aren't even taught how to do is how to listen to their own internal guidance system and how to actually make really good decisions for themselves because sometimes you even see 18 19 20 year olds they make really good decisions or not even it might not even be a great decision but they want to do it for the experience how many people just stand in their way because they're giving advice from their perspective their lens now I am lucky that I didn't have that too much. I was, you know, lucky with my choices early on in my career. But I see that with the young grads that I do mentor. They say, you know, my my parents think I should do this or my parents said I should do that. Who cares what your parents said? I mean, quite frankly, unless someone has the results that you want, why do you need their advice? Of course, these people have their best, your best intentions at heart, but they don't know your full potential. Only you know that. And this is something that, you know, not just in the early days of people's career, it keeps on coming up again and again, when people are looking for answers outside of themselves, rather than inside of themselves. And yes, when you are standing at the outset of your career, the the type of questions that, you know, typical or conventional people ask is, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I mean, the people that are asking these questions, they themselves have no direction. They themselves have no vision. But they're wanting someone who is 18, 19, who has the whole world at their feet and they have the most valuable asset on their side, which is time. They're wanting people to lock in decisions. That people aren't even asking the right questions at the start of their career. They're thinking, what job should I get for the rest of my life instead of what life and lifestyle do I want to actually live, and how can I find work as a function which will allow me to support that grand vision so coming up through conventional education systems, all of this is missing, and that begs that really begs the question. People go through these systems for eighteen years, and then when they face the real world when they face the real world, it's as if they're starting in in square one. what was all that eighteen years for so I hope that answers your question.
0: Absolutely. And I would really like to emphasize on few things that you mentioned, which is so very, very important and, you know, relevant to anyone at any stage. We keep dulling down ourselves. You mentioned that. And that is so true. And that is one of the most essential reasons that we doubt ourselves. We say bad things to ourselves, not verbally, but in our mind 24-7. And as you very rightly said, there are many voices around us while we are growing up. It's difficult to understand whom to listen to because the way we are brought up in the society. But it is very essential to come across stories like yours. And thank you for sharing that coming over here because... If you're listening to this at that stage while you while you're young and you know that what not to listen to and what to listen to it's very important and very i think very rightly mentioned that one needs to start taking their own decisions and you said that you're very you were very lucky to do that so from there, I would really like to understand that how did you make your decisions back then? And what did you learn in that process? In case if it was good, very nice. You would like to know that what you did that was really good. In case, if you learn something, then if you can share the learning.
1: That's a great question because this is something that, again, people always find themselves at a crossroads in their career sometimes and they don't know how to make really good decisions. Now, this is when people need to start thinking, what is the basis of all good decisions for yourself? And it's not the media, it's not your parents, it's not societal conditioning, it's not culture, it's not a poll, it's none of these things. The basis for all decision making is to know thyself. Now for majority of my 20s, I lost myself, meaning I dulled myself, as you correctly said, I dulled myself down completely because for me to be all of who I am, other people found that intimidating, and I made that my problem when I made the other people's problems that I didn't start my own. I was diminishing myself, I was suffocating my soul, I was going against my natural DNA, and I got to a point in my career and I felt completely lost, I felt completely diminished, I had lost not a hundred percent of the power in me, but ninety percent right and it was when I went through my own mentoring journey that I found myself again and I really got to know myself. When I really got to know myself on the macro and micro and I became all of who I am and the person that people see today, I can make really good decisions for myself like that because I know I know my values, I know my mission, I know my vision, I know what I want my life to look like. I know what's important to me. I don't actually sit there in speculation unless it's something which I have You know, no knowledge about, then I will then seek expert advice. But on the whole, if I'm making career decisions for myself, I now know myself, and I can move with ease and with confidence. But in my say mid twenties, every time I had to make a decision, I would ask just about anyone. That's it. That's the key word. It is validation, and what people are actually seeking when they're asking everyone else is: is this going to be the right decision? The actual decision itself is not that important. What happens afterwards, that's what matters. So for example, let's say someone wanted to get married. They could spend a year with someone and then they say, all right, let's get married. The marriage part happens what? You plan and then you get married, it's a date. What happens after the wedding to make that marriage work, that's what counts, right? So people are placing more emphasis on the decision rather than what happens after the decision. So, let's say people were making a decision. Should I work for A company or B company? Well, if you chose A, you stick with A because you'll never really know what your career would have been like if you worked with B. But then you need to go to that company A and build your personal brand, learn the high income skills you you know it matters what you do in Company A instead of thinking, "Ah, oh, if I had gone with B, that would have been the right decision now, of course, in order to make that decision, again, like I said, that basis is knowing yourself. And then you do come to a point where there is no more information available to make a decision. It comes down to that intuition and to listen to that feeling within you that says, you know what, this is right for me. And I'm going to roll the dice and I'm going to take the risk on that.
0: One thing I would really like to highlight, I think what you mentioned which we often overlook because most of the time we are thinking that if people are introvert, they do not want to come in front of people and speak. And most of the life, and I mean, in during the teenage students uh, and young adults, they shy away because they just don't want to be out in the open. But then there are other people who are extrovert. And I think what you were trying to say, when you're out there, when you're showing yourself, people start getting intimidated by you. And maybe you that sort of, you know, you don't want to start... It, kind of stand out because people don't accept you. I mean, that is one of the situation as well. I'm not sure if this is what you you said, but this is what I feel as well. Because when you stand out and people don't really like you, then at that point in time, again, about validation, just so that you are liked and people really like what you're saying, you turn to be what you are not. So I think it goes both the ways. Your basic understanding that you mentioned for decision-making is to understand yourself. Past 10 years, something has changed in your life. You were a very different person and now you're a very different person. And I can just see that the kind of learning that you had, the confidence that you had, is such a beautiful speaker. Was that moment that changed your life, if it was a moment, and how did it take, and how did you take your first step towards your new life? You
1: know, when you look back, it's easy to connect the dots and see where it all you know, where it all fits in. There were a few pivotal moments, but there's one that typically comes to mind. And it was a very gray Melbourne day as as bland and still as a Melbourne day actually gets. And I was on site and I was working on a project, which literally was crushing my soul. Nothing which nothing on that project or that experience suited my person, zero percent. And you know, there comes a time when you have a big picture vision. And that was one of the things When that was actually one of the pivotal moments in the first instance was I conceived my own vision. And I found that my vision had nothing to do with where I was. So I felt this inner, inner conflict, inner discourse, inner, inner juxtaposition happening. And that's what led me to that morning. And I was looking out the window. I was standing in a sight shed, and I don't know if you've been in a sight shed, but they've actually got bars on the window. And I was looking at, and it felt like a mental prison. And I thought, this can't be it. I couldn't actually project out that day of working in a corporate career with you know, inadequate management and things that didn't bring me fulfillment at the cost of my own vision. It didn't make sense anymore because I had very, and I have a very, very strong vision. And I said, you know, well, I don't know. And I said that morning, I don't have a clue how. I'm going to make my vision come into fruition, but I'm going to do everything that I can to move in that direction. I wasn't going to give up on my vision based on my current circumstances. And I realized up until that moment, I gave away agency over my career to other people. And prior to me having that moment of realization, I was on the on a call to my then mentor. And I was trying to explain that inner conflict of I'm really drawn to the speaking and mentoring world. I didn't know how to articulate it. And I couldn't tell him that I was dissatisfied with a corporate career, I couldn't articulate it. And my mentor, then mentor, just shut me down, discounted me because what I was seeking was for him to like, tell me what to do. And I thought, you know, and that's what led me to realize this can't be it, what I'm gonna give up my power over my career to someone else. I'm not in the driver's seat, I'm not going where I want, I'm not fulfilled, Why, why am I doing this? It was that morning where everything felt like a house of cards came crashing down. And that was that morning that I said, I'm in the driver's seat of my career. I've set the destination. And then by having enough belief in me and in that vision, it brings around the right people and the right opportunities in order to get you to the next level. And until the end of time, I'll be grateful that I met my my mentor and my confidant, Ron Malhotra, who, who showed me that you don't only have two models in order to build a career. You don't have to become a typical entrepreneur. You don't have to become a traditional employee. You can become a thought leader. And that is the world which I am very blessed to be in. It's very lovely to understand where the concept
0: of thought leader really sits and who a thought leader is. People who are listening to us right now, the youngsters, if they really would like to go in that direction, I think Eleanor has just told us how it works. I think it's a very brave situation if you're able to come out of it in that way because it pressurizes you to the extent that you can either break or you can only bounce back. So, yeah, that was quite interesting to know how your journey shaped. You are one amazing businesswoman in construction field. And moving to the last question that I would really like to know, what are your top three suggestions for People who are listening to us who are seeking a way to make better decisions in life and to take their first step towards their goals?
1: Great question. And just because what I will say may sound simple, it's also simple not to do it. And because it's so simple not to do it is the exact reason why 90% of people in the world don't have careers or a life that they are fulfilled by, that they are inspired by. The first thing is you need a vision. You need to conceive your own vision. It's the equivalent of having getting in your car, getting in a high-performance car, and that car can take you anywhere. But if you don't put in a destination, where in the world are you actually going? So your vision is the roadmap. Your vision is the ultimate because if you're not going to be carrying out your own dreams, I assure you that other people have zero in for you in their dreams. Okay? it's it's very rare when you do find someone who does have you know a cohesive parallel vision and they'll take you and they might take you with them but even still it's not 100 percent. and what about your dreams so having that strong compelling vision with a burning desire for it like you really have to want it that is the number one thing that changed the game for me number two is to You know, you talk about taking action. Action is great, but action has two prerequisites. Action has to be immediate. There's no point doing something in 12 months' time. If you do something in 12 months' time, well, you've just lost 12 months, plus the compounding effect of not taking action. And it has to be massive. Because if it is not massive, then you are still in your comfort zone and you're still playing in the same Arena, yes, taking action is great, but it has to be immediate and it has to be massive. So make sure that you know your vision and then you take immediate and massive action towards it. And the third one is fundamental. There is so much that we know that we don't know, and that's great because you can at least start finding out. But there's a bigger circle of stuff that we don't even know that we don't even know. And I assure you that we do not have enough time to both learn. Learn the right things, know how to implement it, tweak it, and master it. This is where mentoring comes in. Mentoring allows you to bypass the time to get to where you want. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you today if I didn't make the biggest investment in my life, which is on me. I rolled the dice and I backed myself. And if people think that they can figure things out by themselves, sure, possibly it will take you who knows how long because you also don't know what questions to ask or you don't know where to look and you don't know what your own blind spots are we are our own worst people to identify our own blind spots you know, those three things alone in combination will enable you to take quantum leaps in your career and your life
0: that is superb that's so great and actually the only one thing that keeps coming in mind while, while while you're speaking i'm listening to you very intently is that thank god you chose to be in this field because It's really good to hear you. You explain so well. You have such great examples and association with the thought that you have because it becomes simple for someone to understand, especially for me. So I'm very sure our listeners everyone who's listening to us they are also able to relate and understand it in a very simple way just before you leave would you like to leave our listeners with any thought or a saying that resonates with you
1: one thing that i always say and that is also the subtitle of my book is that you are the greatest project that you will ever get to work on and that always rings true and remains true
0: These chats leave me with amazing energy, and today I like to leave you with that positive energy. If you've liked this episode, enjoyed, or learned something out of it, then follow me at my first step ever underscore in Instagram account, where you can get in touch and let me know that what really helped you, and keep following my first step ever podcast on Apple, Google or Spotify, whichever platform you love. And before I take your leave, I would like to say that if you love watching videos, this podcast is also available on my YouTube channel, Ishani Nigam. Until next time, start believing in yourself and keep believing in yourself.